Welcome to Pass the Bullshit with Crystal Tosh and Amy Hartman, two badass business rebels serving up one steaming pile of bullshit a week so you don't fall face first into it. I got a new cell phone. I upgraded it and I'm officially at the age where when I upgrade something, I'm pissed off for days because I don't know how to use it. That means I'm old, right? It does. And (laughs) honestly, I... Like you've been texting me constantly about, I hate my new phone. I don't know how to use my phone. My phone does not do things that it's supposed to do. And I'm just like, yes, it's better, it it's better than the one you had, Crystal. Why can't you make it work? I'm like, yes, it does do all those things because you got the same phone that I have. So I know it does the things. Guys, I finally upgraded to the Apple Pro, the, the iPhone Pro. And I didn't do the Pro Max because I didn't really want to carry around a cookie sheet to talk on. <laughs> so you know, big. It's so big. I couldn't even hold it in my hands. And actually, this Pro is like heavy. I didn't realize how heavy this phone is compared to the regular one because I picked up Todd's just Pro or no iPhone. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> this one's shitty and mine's better. <laughs> it's obviously better. It weighs more. It weighs way more. It's better. It's definitely better. Oh, and then, and then I'm gonna, we're going to have to share the link at some point to the case I bought off Amazon because I actually really like the case and I made it all go together and work. And the best part is you don't have to do that thing where you have to like put the screen protector on and make it all line up because that gives me anxiety. So wait, what people do that? Yeah. Like you can buy those screen protectors that are like glass, you know, and you've got to clean it and do all this and line it up and put it on there. And it's just anxiety inducing. So I got this cool case that you don't have to do that, but it also saves your screen. So, yay. Oh, that's awesome. I don't have either one of those things. I know I'm going to send you the link too, Amy. It's okay. I don't, I just have a normal, a normal case. And and then I have my pop socket. I can't yeah, I don't live. have that. I'm not. I don't cool. know how you live. Like I don't understand your life. This is not real life. This is not normal people. Like, <laughs> like if you socket. don't have a pop socket, you're not sure living enough. your life the right way. I had an OtterBox on the old one that had a built-in pop socket, so that was cool. Yeah, but I, I didn't mean, want to buy fifty-eight dollar phone case, so I'll just say this new one I bought is only seventeen dollars, and I'm really happy with it. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I just put my pop socket on there, and my case was like nothing, but. Yeah, I don't, I, li- I can't live without it. Must have. Well, I probably need it because my phone weighs too much now. <laughs> yes. Also, if you're like scrolling TikTok at night, like, you know, I hear some people do. Um, <laughs> Buying shit asleep. off TikTok, you mean? Amy, like I hear Amy buy some- something every day. My husband listens to this podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Whoops. <laughs> He does not need to know about the nighttime shopping. Oh my gosh. (laughs) But yeah, if you, so I've heard that if you're shopping while sleeping or scrolling TikTok while sleeping and you actually fall asleep, if you have a pop socket, your phone won't fall out of your hand. On your face. On your face. (laughs) Just saying. Well, there you go. Just saying. Yeah. And so, you know. I think that this is, this is a very important conversation and Crystal just threw me under the bus and my husband, burr, burr, there goes the bus. Whoops. Okay. So while you're scrolling TikTok, 
I guess you probably don't see the post about what we're going to talk about today. That's more of an Instagram and Facebook sort of thing. I, I think. mean, I don't know. I mean, I do sometimes see these weird posts on TikTok where it's like, here's how you could make a bunch of money, but it's not the same as the ones that I see on Facebook. You're right. So the one, what did I call it? One post wonder. The one post wonder. Yes. The one post wonders are on Facebook mostly. And they're usually those ones that have the colored background. They're kind of an attention grabber slash clickbait because they are complete bullshit. And they go something like this. My one post made me a hundred thousand dollars or my one post got me a million dollar contract or one post this or that. It's like, what? No, it didn't. Karen. Karen, I saw, I got friend requested actually by a guy the other day. And before I accept any friend requests, I do thoroughly check you out and make sure that you're not a weirdo wackadoo, but this weirdo wackadoo, the bio was like, I'll show you how to make a hundred K in one post a week. Ah, Delete. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't, I did not accept accept that friend request. I did not accept that friend request because I just can't handle the lie. Yeah. It's it. I mean, guys, come on. It's complete bullshit. There is no formula for one post to make you X amount of money. And it's about showing up continuously. And maybe over time, the one post that you made today resulted in someone who's watched you for three months, reaching out and talking to you, which might result into a contract, but it's not because of that one single post. Well, I mean, think about this. Most people who win the lottery didn't buy one ticket, right? They didn't play it once in their life. Yeah. And even, and most of the time they're buying, you know, 10, 15, 20 tickets for the big mega millions, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. And then one of them happens to win, but even one, even a lottery, we don't win right. one ticket. So if you really think that you can post one time and that's all you have to do and it can exist in a silo, right. it just doesn't happen that way. And even, even off of social media, we don't mm-hmm. go to one business meeting typically and score <laughs> the biggest deal of our lives, made a hundred thousand on that one minute. That's not how this works. These are conversations that happen over time. Mm -hmm. Why do you think, I mean, I'm just going to throw it out here because I feel like I could rant on this forever, but I really want to understand why do people fall for it? Like, why do people really think that there is a quote unquote formula where they can make one post a week and make a hundred K? Because they want it to be true. I think people so desperately want this to be true. They want there to be a secret formula. There has to be a way. How come some people make it and some people don't those, some people must have the secret formula or they believe that those people have the larger following, right? So it's always one of two things, either they have a secret formula or, well, they have already a big following people are already following them. And neither one of those is true. There's no formula and you could have three followers and still make sales. Right. And I think people want it to be easy. They want to believe that there's some like magic bullet silver solution, you know, that's going to change their life overnight. I don't know. I just, and I wish people would kind of go back to the 
old school idea of like, it's going to take time. It's going to take a minute. And, and there's nothing wrong with that because anything worth having is worth working for. And I think we've all kind of been sold this idea that you don't have to work anymore and that everything's just going to come to you. And, and there, you know, I'm anti-hustle culture, but I'm not anti-work. Agreed. Well, you know, what's funny is our brain is a big bitch because here's the (laughs) thing. How many times have you been like, oh my gosh, life is too easy. I must overcomplicate things. Let me see. How can I, how can I think about this and put myself back in utter chaos? Like our brains will do that to us. And then we're all, I think we had a whole episode on that. Yeah, we did. And we're all of a sudden spinning our wheels. And then in the next breath, we're like, how can I make this easy? Right. Cause first we complicated and we're like, how can we make it easy? Oh my gosh. I'm so overwhelmed. Can somebody please tell me the formula that's going to make all this go away? Mm-hmm. Right. Our brain is a little bitch and it just keeps us doing that. Like that's, the we're on a hamster we're wheel. We're, we're on, on a, a cycle. Hamster wheel. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that people really want to believe it. And I really want good things for the people who listen to this podcast and those people who are true entrepreneurs. Like I want really good things for you. And there is a way it's not a formula per se, but there are certain key activities that lead to success. And if you do those activities slowly and over time, your business grows, Mm -hmm. right? Now, have there been people who have posted one post and that post was the catalyst for the transformation, which caused people to finally buy or which caused that one client that they really wanted caught their attention. Yes. Mm -hmm. But it's not because they only posted that one thing. Like it wasn't like I showed up one time and posted one thing and suddenly, no, it was Mm -hmm. the catalyst for the transformation. So in other words, I've been posting, I've been blogging, I've been showing up, I've been podcasting. I -hmm. have testimonials. I've been working with people. So when Mm -hmm. someone finally sees it and then they're like, okay, fine. I'm, I see it. Yes. I've heard you. Right. Like at some point, at some point we're all like, okay, I want that. I want mm-hmm. to be like that. I've been seeing that, but mm-hmm. it was, it was a whole bunch of times. And then that one post was the catalyst for change. And then mm-hmm. typically it was like a trigger yeah. to, to take the next step of having a conversation. And then with. comes the conversation mm-hmm. because if we're talking about, so if we're talking about low ticket, I don't really love that word, but if we're talking about the lower prices, we probably just go purchase. But if we're talking about these higher priced items or higher priced services, no one ever signed a hundred K contract without having a conversation. They're going to have a conversation. They're going to vet you. They're going to want to see testimonials. They may even want to talk to your past clients. I mean, I've had clients asked to get in touch with my past clients or my current clients. You know, I've mm-hmm. had people want to have those conversations and that is fine. You know, a a legitimate business has no problem doing that. But again, it wasn't one thing. It wasn't one post. It wasn't one email. It wasn't one of any. Right. I've seen this posted a lot. I'm actually not in the group on Facebook anymore, but there is a, you know, a Facebook group for women entrepreneurs. I'm not going to say the name of it, but it has, you know, hundreds of thousands of people in it. And these type of posts are clickbait posts. They're posted in there so that you comment so that they can circle back to you or put you on a list or a chat bot or something can send you something else. And, you know, like it's almost mind blowing how many people comment like and really think that there is some secret formula that this person, you know, I think the post usually in those types of groups goes something like this. 
I made one post, you know, last week that generated me X amount of money. Do you want to know how I did it? And then everybody raises their hand because they want to know how they did it. And then they get mm-hmm. on the list to go and spend all this money. And guess what post was the one that they posted last week that got them all the attention? Mm-hmm. The one that they just said. Yeah. Or exactly. another one like it in another group. It's clickbait. Mm-hmm. It's like those sensational headlines now that you see for like, you know, tabloid magazines and stuff. I know that you guys are seeing them in your feed because well, I am like random kind of stuff that seems to be floating to the top. And it is sensational shit that you want to click on because you're like, no way or whatever. And then you read the article and you're like, that was like normal stuff. Nothing about that was. It was totally clickbait because now, you know, even in news, I mean, even in journalism, it's based on clicks. It's not based on anything else because everything's going digital and that's how they're rating whether or not an article gets traction. Well, and also the ads that are on it are also usually sold for clicks. So the Mm -hmm. more people that click through, the more people that view it, the more people that are looking at it, the more eyeballs, the more ads they can sell, right? There is a tactic behind this, which causes people to raise their hand, which in turn is just more of the same. So if you see someone posting a post like that, instead of raising your hand and saying, oh yeah, tell me your formula, (laughs) instead- Reverse engineer. (laughs) Yeah, reverse engineer. Go take a look at that person's social media Mm -hmm. and see if you can see a post that had a ton of comments on it. Mm -hmm. What does that look like? Reverse engineer that because Mm -hmm. then you'll know the kinds of posts that are getting them attention, but it's not the kinds of posts that are getting them a hundred thousand dollars in sales. Even in one post a week, we're going to be posting multiple times. We're going to be telling the story in multiple ways and helping people to understand what it is. And also your solution, your product or service probably solves more than one problem. You know, it's usually Mm -hmm. more than one thing. And so when people see your product or service, they want to see the problem that they have that your product or service solves. And so there might be more than one. And if you try to tell it all in one post, you're going to lose them. Mm -hmm. Because you have to tell these stories over and over in bite-sized chunks. Like it's almost like I don't know, spreading crumbs out and, and people following those things and digesting little bits of information that build upon each other. Because if you make one post, that's like, this is everything that I do. And you never post again, I can promise you that's not marketing and no one's coming to pay you a hundred grand. And if you post secret posts that are like, raise your hand, if you want my thing, (laughs) you're also not giving all the information and therefore people are going to want the next bit of information. And so therefore it's not, again, one post that creates it because then Mm -hmm. you've got to go in and tell them what the thing is or invite them to the workshop or give them the freebie or tell you, right. There's another Mm -hmm. step. And then beyond that, there's another step. These are not one hit wonders, right? We don't get (laughs) one post and voila, made a hundred thousand. Right. No. And, and I think that deep down people know this, like you have to know that. Right. But I do think that's this desire of like, well, maybe I'm missing something or this person knows more or, or whatever it is. But the truth of the matter is be savvy, like be like, Oh, I see you. 
I know what you're doing here. Let me go to poke around. And just like, you know, Amy said, if you click on the profiles, which you can do and go back and kind of scroll for a hot minute, you're going to see that this is a tactic they use to draw people in so that they can sell to them. Yeah. And, you know, kind of back to your question from earlier, I was thinking about our conversation in the talk it out call that we had with our members of the noble club. Yeah. We were talking about how like being yourself really is so important. And one of the things that I wrote on my notebook that I shared with everybody was I love magic and I love to believe in magic and I don't think I'm alone in this. And so I think we all want to believe that there is magic in the world. And while there may be some magic in the world, this is not that thing. This is not it. This is not (laughs) the sparkly sprinkle dust. This is the poo. This is not the magic. This is shit. Yeah, it's shit. And it's, it's distracting you from the real consistent work that you have to do and showing up and sharing your message and providing value and education and connecting with people. Because if you get hung up on, if I write this specific Facebook and I spend nine hours, you know, editing it and think it's going to make you a hundred great. Okay. Look at how much time you've wasted that you could have been connecting with actual people and building the relationships that turn into sales. Yeah. And doing the activities and you need clients today, tomorrow, next week, six months from now, a year from now. And so also, if you think that you're going to just make one post and sell a hundred thousand, let's just say it was possible. Let's say today I post a post and it makes me a hundred thousand dollars. Well, that's cool. But if I want (laughs) to maintain that income, because that hundred thousand is going to go away. And right. with our current state of the economy and the $12 eggs out there, it's going to go fast. Right. Like that's yeah. going to be gone in like two minutes. And then I'm going to have to come up with another miraculous post. And over and over again, I have to win the lottery. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Very You're many not people. building sustainability. Yeah. I don't know people You're- who can keep doing that. No, you're, you're betting on the lottery. You're betting on getting struck by lightning more than once. And that's just not how it works. And you don't want to live like that. You don't want to build a business like that. And you don't want to create like something that's on fire by betting on it being that way, because you're just going to chase your tail and hate your life. Yep. I don't want to hate my life. I really don't. Mm -hmm. So I'd rather create the sustainable practices that allow for business to be made now and next week and six months from now, you know, so in order to do that, you've also got to show up in lots of places. So you've got to show up on a podcast or a blog, maybe in a group where you're talking to your audience, maybe in email, which is a, it is a longer term strategy, but if you don't start today, then you right. never get to the long term, right? I hear a lot of people tell me that, like, well, that's a long term strategy. I want to worry about now. Well, if you never worry about it, then <laughs> it's always now. It's, it's sort of like later. if you never worry about retirement, you're going to hit retirement age at some point. So but, you may as well start now, even if it's five years before retirement. It's better than waking up at retirement and going, well, I've decided I don't want to work anymore and I don't have any money in the bank. Right. Exactly. At some point, you have to have that strategy in place. And if you're only worried about the now, it later never comes, right? It's always now. It's mm-hmm. never later. Never well, and later. then you're always in that frantic yeah. energy of like, I need it now instead of, okay, I've built sustainability. I can see that, you know, you can have projections and know that, you know, certain times a year there's a dip. So you can account for that and you can overcome it because if you're always operating from now, you're always one step behind already. 
Yes. Yes. Have you ever seen that quote? Like the best day to start anything was yesterday and the next best day is now. Yeah. Something like that. I'm sure mm-hmm. that I'm sure whoever invented okay. that proverb we, yeah. is like <laughs> rolling, rolling in their grave, but, <laughs> but you get the point. Mm-hmm. You can't start it yesterday. So start it now and don't say you're going to start it tomorrow because that's already a day too late. Yeah. And, and be like, trust those instincts that say, man, this sounds too good to be true. Yes. And and like, here's the other thing I do believe, and I'm just going to say it on this podcast. I believe that you and I have a little bit of pushback on the the way that we teach or the way we show up or not even pushback, but I think it's not sexy to say the truth. I'm going to be honest. Like, I think it's hard for people to hear that business takes work. I think it's hard for people to hear that marketing takes more than, you know, a post. And so, you know, I do think that some of these people capitalize on the sexiness of saying there's some one step solution or magic bullet. And I think that they reap benefits in the short term, because after a while, people start to get privy to the fact that their solution doesn't work. Absolutely. But I also think that's exactly why we started this podcast. And it's why we started our marketing club. I think It's because we want to tell people the truth and we want them to be able to get there. And so many Mm -hmm. people are chasing that shiny object. They're chasing the bullshit because they believe that it's the magic, right? Mm -hmm. We all want to believe in magic. We all want to Mm -hmm. believe that there is a way and there must be a solution and a formula. And so it's why we created what we created is because there's a lot of people out there who aren't telling the truth and I'm not going to live. I would say a lot. (laughs) There is a, like a hell of a lot of people who, who take advantage. It's manipulation. Yep. And that's not to say that everybody out there is doing that. And it's not. And and here's the other thing. A lot of people are teaching this. A lot of coaches are teaching this and then their students are going out and giving it a try. And mm-hmm. so then we're still getting those DMs. Hey girl. Hey, you know, <laughs> I hate a girl messages. Hey. I mean, it's still happening and I'm just going to put this out there too. If you DM me, my, I have a new response for you and <laughs> I sent it out already three times today. <laughs> it's just like on repeat. Now I have it like copy, paste, copy, paste. So <laughs> the, so the message that I received you know today was like I'm selling my thing are you interested and I said no but have you check out this episode of my podcast and I sent them the bs about cold pitching and the dms (laughs) no I haven't but actually I got something for you that might help (laughs) because I am all about telling the truth and the truth is these strategies don't work but I want you to have a strategy that does. I want it to be, I do want it to be slow and steady. Slow and steady is not sexy to anyone. It's not, but it works, but it works and it gets you to where you want to be. And I would rather take the time to get there and then have it be sustainable and predictable and feel good. Feel yes. Feel really good. Feel authentic. I would rather it be so that I'm never in that race anymore of, oh my gosh, where is it going to come from? And do I have to go create and craft the perfect one hit wonder post, right? right. That pressure. Then, yeah. It's so much pressure. I, I don't want to live in a state of pressure. And at some point I might want to be on a vacation, which I take a lot of vacations. So mm-hmm. I like to be on my vacation. 
Yes. You know, I want to be able to live my life and spend time with my kids and do whatever the heck I want to do. And if I'm always under the pressure cooker of having to create the next big thing, that's going to bring in, you know, the miracle, all of the money for the year and one post. Yeah. No, I don't want, I don't want that. I don't want that life. No, that life. I don't want to bet. I don't want to bet my life on hitting the lottery. Right. I mean, even think about, think about this, think about singers, like great musicians, they will put out a song and it'll be great. And it'll hit the top of the charts. That's where the whole one hit wonder thing came from. And then they'll put a whole bunch of other music together that like totally flops and they may not have another hit for years Mm -hmm. or actors, some of the top, but they don't stop putting it out there. (laughs) They don't. But the, and the point is, is that even when you hit that one hit wonder, you're not guaranteed to do it again. Like in that book that I, we both listened to the green lights book with Matthew McConaughey. He talks about how he had this huge success and then he went seven years without making another movie. Yeah. The, they all flopped. Yeah. They seven years. So even somebody who does make it big time and have a huge success is not guaranteed to do it again even mm-hmm. if an audience loves them, even if they've built up the most amazing audience and they're cute and have a sexy voice. Right. <laughs> exactly. You still have to keep honing your craft. You still have to keep showing up. You still have to be willing to pivot and move and bob and weave and build a business. Like you have to keep going and you can't rely on this shiny object syndrome of just like, well, I'm going to just bet on, you know, whatever the next shiny thing is. And that's my solution because that's not building a a sustainable business. First of all, that you could sell because no one's going to buy a business where you make a few hundred grand every now and then it's all about (laughs) client acquisition and retainability and predictability and projections. That's how real businesses are sold. That's how they're built. That's how they're sold. That's what other people are looking for when they're investing in businesses. They don't give a shit if you made a million dollars last year. And in the last five years, you've made like 20,000. That's not a business they want to buy. Nope. And they also don't give a shit if you did it off of, let's say, quote unquote, one post, which Mm -hmm. may have been the catalyst for it. And let's say that you actually did. You know, I've seen a few people say, well, I did. that was the catalyst for the thing that was the Mm -hmm. moment that triggered the buy okay fine whatever if you want to believe that believe it you know whatever right yeah but even if you did you're still not marketable you're still your business is not going to sell because whoever buys it has to be able to replicate your magic and your magic is a bunch of horse shit yep exactly systems processes this is the stuff this is real business this is like business school this is like if you went to harvard and got an mba they aren't teaching you to make a facebook post to make a million (laughs) dollars no definitely not and they're not teaching you one marketing strategy there isn't one marketing thing that you're going to do that's going to create it it's a it's a series of things it's showing up in multiple places in lots of different ways but it's doing it in a smart way that tells a story. And Mm -hmm. that's really what we're, what we want to teach you. It's really what we want, how we want to show up is be smart about this, tell a story, tell it in multiple ways and let go of the idea that if you post one time and it didn't sell, then you're all, all of a sudden you're ready to run away. Right. Right. Post again, tell the story in a different way, pivot and and people have to hear it. 
Yeah. We have, we have destroyed our attention spans. I mean, I think that I scroll Facebook while watching Netflix while painting my toenails. I mean, that's where my attention span is with ADHD. So like, I'm going to have to see it a thousand times before I'm like, oh, that's what they do. Or that's the problem they solve. So just let it go. We're like Elsa here. Let it go. There is no such thing as a one post wonder. It isn't true. It's bullshit. Amen. And if you do want to know a strategy that's going to help you tell that story easily in multiple ways without killing yourself, but still being productive, still working, we're not talking about hustle culture, but we're also not talking about put your feet up and, you know, it'll just come into existence. Like, (laughs) poof, it doesn't happen that way. But if you want to know that and, and how we create that in a slow but sustainable and great feel good way feel good way (laughs) then come join us in noble marketing club you can go to pastthebs.com and then if you scroll all the way to the bottom you will see the link there for more information and to come join us on the inside so that we can show you exactly how to do this so that you can have a predictable wonderful income that allows you to live your life and actually not hate your life in the process and you can hang out with us once a week. I mean, what's better than that? Not much. So not nothing is better than that. Besides <laughs> listening to the podcast, you can come mm-hmm. and be hang out and hang out with us. And we do talk it out. We do get shit done calls. We have networking calls where we get to talk to other human beings who are also <laughs> tired of the BS. So if you're not in there, you're truly missing out. And so come join us. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Pass the Bullshit with Crystal Tosh and Amy Hartman. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.